You're listening to Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. How a lapsed gamer returned to the hobby after 30 years. And what happened to him on the way. Warning. This episode of Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks contains an actual play with a three-year-old. Hey, Andy Jason here from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Enjoyed your third episode. It's always interesting hearing how people get back in the hobby. I, you probably already listened to Che Webster's Roleplay Rescue, but his whole podcast is kind of geared around that, bringing people back in the hobby and talking about that kind of thing. Bushido. So I, I kind of got roped into – I volunteered. I, I didn't get roped into it. But I'm going to end up running it in January – well, hopefully January. I'm going to run it next year for – for somebody on the anchor on the audio dungeon, another anchorite. Um, you, I don't know if you listen to his podcast or not. Shandy Andy, Unguarded Treasure B fifty two. I'm gonna run it for him. He's o- always wanted to play that game and never, you know, they never got it running. So I, I've had a copy since you know I was a kid, but I've never run it. So it's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna run it for the first time. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, enjoy your podcast. Talk to you later, Jason. Thanks for your message again. I'm getting the feeling you're the official greeter for new anchorites. Um, you really are very thoughtful about making sure you leave messages for for um, for everyone, in, including us newbies. And yeah, of course, I know Che Webster. Um, he's actually the reason I got into this because um, he was the first anchorite I actually listened to. Um, I was turned on to his podcast um, from listening to the Grognard Files. Um, Dirk the Dice uh, sent me his way and, and um, I've been spiralling down that rabbit hole ever since and uh, yeah, I've listened to every one of his episodes I, I think his stuff's really fantastic bit of, a, bit of a model for me, bit of a role model someone I should sort of base myself on we do have quite opposing views I, I left a message from a, a while back about narrative versus emergent gaming and um, yeah I'd say we agreed to disagree, but um, yeah, Bushido. Wow, you're going to play Bushido. How amazing is that? Um, I really, I really don't remember the rules very, very clearly. But um, as I said, the the setting is 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 wonderful, and um, things like the hopping vampires and oni and hungry ghosts, all that stuff. It's 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 really vivid and and compelling stuff. Um, love to hear how that goes. And yeah, I. Uh, I must get on that Audio Dungeon Discord. No idea how you get onto a Discord um, uh, server. I, I know I need a link, but for the life of me, I can't figure out how to find it. Anyway, on with the episode. So, 6.30 a.m. on a Tuesday. It's very cold. It's dark. I'm driving down from the Grizzly Peak. I mean, I really like living where I live, but man, the traffic around here is insane. Um, I live uh, I live in the East Bay um, of San Francisco, <laughs> and um, it kind of takes two hours to get anywhere. It seems. So uh, yeah, heading off now. Um, gonna get somewhere nine o'clock so I'm leaving at 6 30 in the morning 
Lovely, lovely. So I've been thinking about the format. And I think uh, I think by episode four, I imagine everyone uh, goes through this when they start a podcast. They start with some sort of vague intention of doing something. And, and um, then by about episode four, that plan has gone completely out the window. Uh, and then uh, like about seven other plans are all competing competing for attention for uh, for primacy <laughs> and uh, yeah that's kind of exactly what's happened to me i still definitely intend to do episodes um about this retro future looking backwards looking forwards finding the the threads that have connected my gaming past my gaming present and my gaming future but there's a whole bunch of other things i want to do as well um which you may find interesting you may think are uh, uh, tedious or silly or irrelevant, but I'll probably do them anyway, and um, I'll probably come up with some kind of taxonomy of them. So uh, if you're interested in one type and not the other, then you can just avoid the ones you don't want to listen to. Um, and the ideas that are forming in my head beyond that core mission of really piecing together my own my own history my own archaeology of of gaming digging through the layers of dirt to find buried treasure beyond that uh, there's a few, a few other things and and you know i think in my last episode i talked about um our, my current game i definitely want to keep doing that um i listened listened through to the recording I made and um, beyond, apart from the sound quality being a bit sketchy at times, and the fact that one of my players, who I am going to admonish most severely, keeps banging his dice together for almost the entire duration. Um, I didn't realise at the time but the, uh, the, the, uh, the iPhone was right next to him, and he obviously and I never noticed this actually in, 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 uh, at the time, he has this habit of constantly banging the dice together, which makes this rather um, irritating. Yeah. In fact, I would say probably would need to force you to make a sanity roll if you listen to the whole thing. Um, but uh, I will, I will figure something out. Either I will tie his hands together, I will confiscate his dice, or probably a little, a little bit more kindly, I will move the microphone somewhere else. Um, yeah, so anyway, I was listening back to it, and, well, I thought it was kind of fun. Um, I, I have very mixed feelings about actual plays. Uh, I, I find them both kind of compelling and incredibly irritating at the same time, and, and still wonder why people want to listen to them. But... I will probably put together some stuff around that and, and keep a journal of our, of our ongoing game. And there's something else I want to do, which uh, is a sort of a, a beginnings of a, of a kind of experiment or, or um, personal record journal of a different type. I'm going to be calling it The Making of a Gamer. And no, it's not about me. It's not the making of me as a gamer. Um, it's kind of a parallel track, slightly different parallel track. 
because for the last year or so, I've been kind of doing bedtime role-playing games with my three-year-old daughter. Um, I, I probably would imagine that starting playing RPGs, but starting playing D and D with with well, she was two at the time, two and a bit at the time, with the two and a bit year old is is kind of a um, little bit of a quixotic quest. Um, probably a little bit nuts, but she loves it. She absolutely loves all of the um, stories and words and imagery and the monsters. She has a huge collection of minis. Well, they were mine, but she just basically adopted them. And I'm, I'm never getting them back now, I, I've realised. Um, so she already had this uh, real... Um, seemingly natural interest. I didn't, you know, I, I would like to think I didn't force it upon her. I would like to think that. Whether I did or not, the jury is out. But I, I certainly um, don't now. She, she, she wants to play D&D every night before we go to bed. And what that means, I guess you'll find out. Look what I've got. These. You know what these are. What are they? They are maps. maps. Which ones do you want to play with? This one. This one? The one with the houses in? No. No. Which one do you want? On this one. That one? They don't have the treasure. Doesn't you want one with treasure? Yeah. Okay. This one has treasure. Yeah, that one. The volcano. Do you want that one or do you want a different one? This one. Oh. It might have. Let's have a look. Has? Hmm. Let's see. Now we're looking at dungeon. Dungeon floor plans reincarnated, I think. Tactical maps reincarnated from Wizards of the Coast. These are really gorgeous. I guess they're, what, A, A1 in, the, in English, in, in England. This would be a, no, A2. A2 size, full color map with square grids. And beautifully painted, showing a variety of different no, scenes. Amelia, which so which one you want the one with treasure? This one might be quite good. This has kind of special magical treasure. Should we look at it? Each of these gems is probably a treasure. Each of these is a treasure. And look, there's a dragon statue in the middle, so I think this is a very good one. Should we play with this one? Okay, move back. I'll put the rest away. I want to be tidy. Tidy up as we go along. Okay, I'll so... Help. I'll help. Okay. Put them back. Right, now, who is going to go on this adventure? Decide which... All of the squishy ducks. All of the squishy ducks. Who are they going to 
Who are they going to go up against? Which of the monsters? Well, it has to be a monster, doesn't it, in every dungeon? He's going to fight Beholder. Beholder has teeth. Oh, the Beholder does have teeth and a big eye and lots of eye stalks. But, but those are the friends who go to guard the treasures and then those are going to guard the treasures, help them guard the treasures. Okay, so where, I think because this should be the treasure room, shouldn't it? This has got all the gems in it. And then, and then, and then he's going to come and steal them. Okay, so put Beholder where you want. Where do you want Beholder to go? Beholder's gonna be here. Okay, is that where he sleeps? Yeah. Is he asleep now? No, is because it? she, uh, she's not asleep tonight. She sleeps. She sleeps that morning. He slept in the morning. Okay. And those are the that he, that's where the treasure is. Okay. Uh, and then he's, would steal them and take them from an end and steal them in the fridge and, and then somebody could and then he could put them in the phone and then put them in the in the in the sea and then and then float them away. Goodness me, that's a very complicated plan. So um where yeah. is um Ducky and her friends, where are they gonna be? They're going to be here. Okay, do you wanna put them there? No, they don't want to because that's a fireball. If they land on it, it's going to bother them and turn them into the two tiny dragon skins. Dragon skins? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And then one of them... Ah, he's burning. No, but, and then, but he did it, but that didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. Okay, do you want to put him somewhere a bit less hot? What is it? It's a big fire. You're all right, first time. Who, who put it there? Who put it there? You tell me. I don't know. Just make something up. You make something okay, up. Okay, I'll make something up. It was the high priest of the dragon temple. He lit this fire that burned for a hundred years. I touched it. You touched it? And what did it feel like? But it did it. But it didn't have smoke. No. It's a magical fire. It doesn't have smoke, just flames. But did it burn me? And it doesn't burn either. Right. But it did not have fire. But it might turn you into a dragon. Don't want that. You don't want that. But um, you know it's a mermaid wolf. A what? A mermaid wolf. A mermaid wolf? Yeah. What on earth is that? It's like a, a, goblin, a mermaid goblin. A mermaid goblin. Now that is something we need to see. I think you've just invented a couple of your very first D&D monsters. Haven't you? Like, they sound like those ones. A mermaid goblin. Now that is something to conjure with. So, so what's going to happen? We need to get on with the adventure because it's nearly bedtime. Okay. And then one got one treasure, the other one got the treasure, and they go. Um, you know, this one and this one look the same. This one. Well, they look the same, but they're different colours, aren't they? Each one is a different colour. There's a blue one. What's that one? Green and, and red and yellow. Yes. So, what do you think each one does? I 
he touched it and then and then it breathed fire monkey and monkey cried. <laughs> it breathed fire on the monkey and the monkey cried. Was it the dragon statue suddenly breathed fire? Yeah. Wow. Now that's that's a really good trap, isn't it? So if you touch the blue stone, the dragon breathes fire. What happens if you touch the yellow stone? It doesn't do anything. Oh, it doesn't do anything. That's a good idea. If, you want one, to, yeah. if you touch this one, it goes to, you want to behold it. It turns you into a beholder if you touch that one. Yeah, then, okay. And, 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 and if and you touch the red one? If it's a, it freezes you. It freezes you? Wow. You really know how... Th- you should be designing your own dungeons. You know all the traps. Gary Gygax would be so proud of you. I did warn you. I warned you. There was an actual play with a three-year-old. And there it was. I think we have the makings of a dungeon master there. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll have to see whether I do any more of these episodes. Let's see what the response is. If it's a resounding silence, tumbleweeds, I'll know that the Anchorite community is not so interested in hearing um, a middle-aged gamer dad try and get her uh, his kid into, uh, into role-playing games. But who knows? Maybe Maybe you'll find it fun.